to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca, and today I'm on my way to my parents' house um, to hopefully get my dad to just have a quick look at a few things that we've seen crop up on Peggy uh, in the last week or so. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is that it it doesn't matter on your make of car or whatever it is that you own. If you're with another group of classic car owners, you can usually find yourself having an excellent time. And that's certainly what's happened this weekend for me while we've been away with the Singer Owners Club um, enjoying their national weekend. And that's what we're going to talk about today in today's podcast. So, as I said, it was the Singer Owners Club National Weekend, uh, the weekend just gone. Um, And it's been an annual event for a really long time, but unfortunately, the past few years, as with many things, it's not been able to go ahead. So this was my first time attending in my own car um, because I obviously bought Peggy during the pandemic. Um, But I have been going to Singer Owner Club's uh, national weekends for a very long time. Um, It's been kind of a club that my family have been part of Um, since long before I was born and uh, with dad's kind of collection of singers um, a very handy club to be part of but this particular national weekend was actually quite a special one Um, they were celebrating admittedly as with many things a year late uh, their 70th anniversary as a club Um, so there was lots of kind of celebrating to be done Uh, lots of reminiscing of uh, previous years but also lots of welcoming of quite a few new members because they've been doing really well in recent years uh, in terms of membership going up and uh, so it was a good opportunity for them to finally welcome all of these new members with uh, a big face-to-face event. This year's event was taking place up and around Uh, the Nottingham and Derby area and uh, they were all staying in the uh, Marriott Nottingham Belfry Um, but unfortunately that had got kind of booked up quite quickly um, with the for the singer rooms at least so we uh, found another hotel Uh, just six miles down the road uh, and that was where we headed for on Friday when we set off. Um, I was at work on Friday so we finished with work and then uh, set off. My parents, given that they were driving up in uh, the 1931 Singer Junior and the uh, Singer Chamois, the Lulu, the new acquisition, uh, set off a little bit earlier because Uh, Going in convoy with a 1931 car does take a little bit more time. 
Um, but we set off kind of when we'd finished and I'd been able to organize with my insurance company, adding Jamie to the insurance um, and having an early renewal essentially, um, which was really good. And it meant that um, he was able to have his first time driving Peggy out on the roads um, on our way there. So he actually took the first part of the driving, drove her from our house um, onto the A1 and then for a little bit of the A1 on the Friday drive up there. Um, he seemed to be reasonably enjoying himself, um, although I think it will take a little bit of bribery for him to actually openly admit that. But he enjoyed himself enough to take the wheel again the next day as I'll get on to. We managed to make pretty good time and we were at our hotel Eastwood Hall um, in Eastwood uh, which is where I think BH Lawrence is from um, at, for about kind of 5.30 on the Friday night and my parents had planned for them to go over to the hotel on the Friday night where the singer owners were all staying and take part in their kind of buffet on the Friday night. Um, but me, Jamie and my sister and her boyfriend Alex, who had travelled up with my parents, uh, were going to go and have a meal together somewhere a little bit closer to uh, our hotel and then had hoped to get back in time for a bit of a swim. But unfortunately, the uh, swimming pool closed too late for us by the time we got back from grabbing some food. Um, so what we did instead was make... So what we did instead was make the most of the fact that our hotel was actually being used by the Jensen Owners Club um, for their annual national get-together and look around their section of the car park, all the beautiful cars that they had uh, all collected together for their weekend. Um, Jensen Interceptors are a particular favourite of Jamie's, but there were some really wonderful cars of other sorts as well. And including one that had its original number plate which started with T which was a big favorite of mine it was really nice to have some other classics in the car park with us so that Emma Lulu and Peggy didn't feel so lonely and as well as that there was another singer owner who had ended up staying at our hotel with their roadster so all in all a successful kind of first trip up there and uh, we got to bed reasonably early ready for uh, the next day once mum and dad had come back with our roadmaps and everything that we would need ready to set off. So Saturday morning we woke up nice and early to take advantage of the wonderful breakfast at the hotel. Um, being a group of six we took up one of the larger tables but there was still kind of two spaces left at our table and uh, whilst we were enjoying breakfast and having a discussion about who was driving which cars and uh, who was navigating in which cars uh, a lovely gentleman who had come from the Netherlands to take part in the Jensen rally uh, joined us and it was really lovely to have uh, a conversation with him over breakfast about kind of his experiences getting his car over here and uh, his travel up 
to Nottingham from where the ferry had landed and um, kind of what they were up to. And it turned out that they were doing quite a few similar things to us on the Saturday. Uh, so we ended up bumping into the Jensen Owners Club quite a few times at some of the events. The final decisions were made that Jamie would be taking the wheel of Peggy again. Um, and to start with, he would be navigated by my sister, Steph. And uh, Alex and myself would be in the chamois with uh, me driving. And uh, mum and dad would be in the uh, junior. So uh, to start with, we so that we could follow all of the tulip map, we made our way over to where all the singers were staying uh, and also it meant that we were able to get kind of in convoy with a few of them um, and then we headed to our first stop for the Saturday which was the Great British Car Journey, uh, a museum that I'm sure you've heard lots about by loads of different people. It's been hugely popular um, to, in its time being set up and um, I was really thrilled to finally get Peggy there, um, admittedly under Jamie's steam um, rather than uh, mine, and um, also to kind of be able to share the experience with lots of other classic car owners. I think you'd have a wonderful time there if you went, regardless of when you went, but to be able to go with ourselves, the, the Singer Owners Club, and also to uh, have the Jensen Owners Club there at the same time, really made the car park quite a special feature as well as the museum. And it meant that you were able to have quite interesting discussions as you were walking around. Um, the drive over had been lovely as well. We'd had quite a successful convoy over and uh, it was really enjoyable to have kind of essentially brought our own convoy with a group of three cars and then also be intermingling with quite a few of the other singers as well. Peggy doing a fantastic job of kind of trying to stealth her way in. And Jamie had coped really well with what was not easy driving um, in some places. There was quite a lot of stop-start traffic during one part of it because of some traffic lights. And um, there was also uh, quite a few hill starts and, and really challenging things for somebody who had essentially only really taken to driving the car the day before quite seriously. So he'd done really well. Additionally, our navigators, Steph being a little bit more familiar with tulip maps from kind of doing these sorts of things while we were younger, um, but also Alex really took to the tulip maps um, and they're really a fascinating and interesting way to navigate your way round um, in a classic convoy and I really enjoy them. probably talked about how much I love tulip maps before on the channel so I won't I won't carry on with that for too much longer but we really enjoyed our walk around the Great British car journey as well it's uh, a really interesting setup um, and quite different to some of the other car museums that I've been to so it's well worth checking it out if you're in the area and of course you've got the opportunity there to um, do a drive dad's car whilst you're there 
And I think the um, poor people that were trying to drive those cars, uh, as we were all filtering in first thing in the morning, uh, really had quite a challenge to try and avoid us all filtering into the car park. My personal favourite car in the museum was the Austin Atlantic in a gorgeous red colour and they'd even managed to find an original promotional piece of art uh, in the same colour to kind of go up behind it which was really a nice comparison to see the car in the flesh in comparison to what had been advertised at the time. And the way that you're kind of guided around the museum by an audio headset was uh, really interesting and um, meant that you could find out lots of more information about cars that interested you, but equally you weren't stuck in a loop of just standing waiting to get to the end of the section that you were listening to. It was also great as an ex-girl guide to see uh, Baden-Powell's car there that had been bought by the scouts and it with again a huge poster behind it that contextualized it um, it's a really lovely setup and also whilst we didn't eat anything in the uh, cafe because we were still getting over a large breakfast the food that was coming out of that cafe looked really amazing and we regretted for the rest of the weekend not getting some of the chips that had been, we'd been seen coming out of uh, the cafe to other tables but we did sit down and have a bit of a drink uh, before kind of popping back out and making sure that we'd seen everything that we had done. By this time, most of the singers had actually moved on to their lunchtime stop. Um, they were going to the Denby Pottery Village to um, have lunch and have a look around uh, there. But that wasn't a huge interest to us. We were much happier staying a little bit longer at the museum and really taking it in. Um, but from what I've heard, they did have a wonderful time whilst they were there. So we, when we were done, followed the tulip maps to Denby Pottery and from there onto Midland Railway. We'd expected to see the Jensens there again, but it seems that we had been given kind of one end of the track and the Jensens were perhaps at the other end of the track. Um, but it made for some fantastic shots uh, whilst all the cars were lined up in front on the grass beside uh, this railway line. Um, we were able to catch up with a few people um, that we knew from previous years um, at this stop because it was quite relaxed and you were kind of wandering around uh, the cars, the train sheds and also taking advantage of the tea rooms. We set off from there at about 3.30 and made our way back partially using tulip maps and then partially using other navigation to get back to our hotel for about 4.30 so that we could take advantage of the swimming and pool facilities there before we got ready for the gala dinner that night. We'd had a lovely time in the pool and everything and then we spent a cup, a bit of time in our rooms getting ourselves ready for the gala dinner. Uh, Dad's junior, whilst it had been doing really well during the daytime, he doesn't like using it too much at night um, as he affectionately refers to the headlights as candles. 
So we decided that we would go over in force in 60s vehicles to their hotel for the gala dinner in the evening. Steph and Alex initially elected to head over there in uh, Lulu the Chamois. However, um, apparently the legroom wasn't that good in the back for Alex's quite tall uh, frame. So apparently they were quite folded up in the back of uh, the chamois, though it was quite comfortable and enjoyable when I was driving it. Um, and I'm hoping that in the not too distant future, I will be doing a kind of comparison podcast for you. Um, to, similar to the A41 that I've done comparing it to the Morris Minor. Um, but we made it over there with a uh, good time to spare and again it was nice to be able to catch up with quite a few people as we were kind of stood around having drinks, chatting etc in uh, the kind of function area before we were led into the main function room um, for the meal. Now I've heard lots of things in the past about seating plans for weddings and things like that but I suspect seating plans are incredibly difficult um, regardless of uh, the event um, but we have to commend uh, whoever was involved in the seating plans for this particular gala dinner as we as a table as a group of six have been sat with a group of four um who we didn't recognize the names of um but when we sat down and started talking to them realized that we kind of lived really quite close to them in the past and um they actually knew the gentleman who had initially restored dad's uh, 1931 junior and so we were able to have quite a lot of lovely conversation with them about the area a lot of the club events that had happened in the area and other uh, shows that had happened um, around there and also really handily they had um, kind of before you walked into the event uh, put on a table a list of all the previous national days what year they were and where they'd happened um, and my dad very cleverly had taken a photo of this so that we were able to have conversations with the people on our table about uh, oh did you go to this year when it was at this place um, and kind of compare just how many times we had missed each other and not realised that we'd lived so close together uh, at one point the meal was kind of a three-course uh, sit-down meal uh, with quite formal dress um, and that's kind of the way that the club has always done it. Sometimes there is a, a bit of a dance afterwards um, but because of the size of the amount of people that were coming this year, um, especially following so many years of it not happening, they had not been able to organise the dance aspect. Um, but it was still uh, a really lovely kind of opportunity to sit down with people and have um, a, a good chat and get to know some more people. I know that they'd also done really well at mixing in uh, some new people on these tables who were joining for their first ever national day uh, so that they were able to get to know perhaps some people who lived quite close to them um, or had similar cars to them, therefore might be quite helpful for them to know. 
after the dinner there was a few uh, speeches, congratulations, uh, some welcoming of new members and the two boys Alex and Jamie also got met, welcomed to their first ever national weekend which was really lovely that they got a big round of applause from everyone. Um, it was mum and dad's wedding anniversary on uh, Saturday as well. Um, so they got a big round of applause as well from everyone. Um, and then after the meals and speeches and everyone being kind of welcomed back after three years, uh, people started kind of moving around and talking to each other at various different tables, which was quite nice. Things wrapped up not long before midnight and that gave us time to get things, uh, head back to the hotel and try and get some sleep before our big event on the Sunday. Woke up on the Sunday, again had a lovely breakfast in the hotel. Um, before we packed up the cars and also gave them a little rub over with some detailer to try and remove the worst of the flies that we'd accumulated over the last few days. Um, before we headed over to Newstead Abbey, we were really fortunate and this seems to be the thing with quite a lot of events that when you're going with a car club they tend to get you parked in really excellent positions. Um, in kind of relation to the place that you were. So we were parked right in front of Newstead Abbey, which was absolutely lovely, and made for some fantastic photographs and things as well. Peggy was parked up in class one with all the other non-singer uh, cars, and there was quite a few. In fact, I was told that the a gentleman who had come in is Austin Healy, had uh, sold his singer quite a few years back but still really enjoyed taking part in the weekends so carried on uh, coming in his other classics and so having that lovely class that was for uh, non-singer cars was quite nice um, and it meant that Peggy and all the other cars could take part in the judging uh, that was happening. Uh, Emma was in class four, the pre-war cars um, so parked up with kind of the seniors and things like that. Pre-war cars, if you know your singers, doesn't actually include as a, as a class any of the Le Mans, the Nines or the Sports um, because they all get put in a separate class because they've survived in much higher numbers than things like the seniors or the juniors. And finally, uh, Lulu was parked up in class 16, I think it was which was for chamois, um, which was quite nice. She had two other singer chamois keeping her company. And, um, and then we would kind of set ourselves up with our, our seats and um, cups of tea and enjoyed what was a day of really lovely weather. Really enjoyed walking around the cars and getting some photographs. Um, having some really good conversations. I managed to meet up with a few of the new people um, that I'd seen from their Facebook group for the Singer Owners Club were making their way for the first time. Um, and it was really nice to talk to them about kind of what their experience had been of the weekend or even just the day. Um, and I'm hoping to get a few of them to come and talk on the podcast about their cars and why they bought a singer 
or uh, a pre-war car um, for kind of a little bit of difference because I know that our the podcast has had quite a lot of kind of focus on 60s cars so far. Also, the really fun thing about the way that judging is done with the Singer Owners Club for the cars is that if you are in a class in a car, you are given the opportunity, unless the class is too small uh, and therefore needs an independent judge, to do the judging. So whilst Emma and Lulu were in classes that were too small for um, in, like involved judging and therefore they had independent judges, Peggy was in a class that was big enough to, uh, for us to take part in the judging. So me and Jamie went round the cars that were in our class and had a good look around and kind of considered their engine, their interior and uh, their exterior and things like that. Um, before we decided that the Austin Healy that I'd already mentioned was kind of the strongest one uh, for us and definitely the one that we would most like to take home. So we really enjoyed being part of that and it was really quite a nice thing um, that's kind of happened for a really long time and I know that when we were younger me and my sister really enjoyed um, going around and being part of the judging as well so it's a really nice way to make sure that everyone's involved um, with uh, the people that take home the trophies. The Austin Healy that we had voted for actually won and so did Lulu and Emma they both came first place in their class which was a really nice surprise to come back to after I'd been wandering around some of the cars um, dad and mum were really pleased and mum also won the best feet, uh, lady entrant which is uh, a really nice uh, thing for her because she which is really nice um, considering how uh, she'd obviously driven the chamois all the way up there and it had been kind of a 90 mile trip which was quite a long trip in a car um, even uh, uh, a 60s car Newstead Abbey was absolutely glorious. I was so busy enjoying the cars, I didn't have much of a wander around Newstead Abbey itself, but we did enjoy a little bit of a walk around the grounds, and it's really worth uh, making the trip there if you can. And that's another thing that I really enjoy about uh, the Singer Owners Club's uh, national events, is that you're always going to a different place, and so you can really kind of make the most of the kind of location, and uh, enjoy kind of the house as well as the cars and there's, so there's something for everyone, uh, the kids etc when you're there on the day. About uh, an hour or so after the judging had ended and the rosettes had all been handed out it was time for the winners parade which is always really nice. It means that the people who have got uh, their Prizes are able to kind of drive past, collect their trophy, have a photograph uh, that will go in the magazine um, and then uh, carry on. So I tried to kind of film that so that you can kind of see what a nice experience that can be to be part of. And also it's really nice that everyone kind of comes together towards the end of the day on uh, 
on the Sunday and towards the end of the whole weekend because some of the people have been there since kind of Wednesday ready for a Thursday and Friday of events that were being put on and um, it was really nice for everyone to come together to kind of applaud the winners and also uh, have a nice chat with each other um, as uh, the awards were being presented. After that, as it was the 70th anniversary, um, the editor of the magazine and his wife had actually decided in order to thank everyone for their years of contributions to the magazine to buy uh, every, uh, a couple of bottles of champagne for everyone to have a glass of champagne if they wanted to kind of cheers the 70 years of the Singer Owners Club before uh, we all started to gradually pack ourselves up and prepare to either head home or head back to the hotel. We were some of the kind of last cars on the field, uh, the terrible uh, stopouts that we are, um, but we didn't have too far to go. There had been people that had come from Holland um, and also Australia in some places. Um, the Australians didn't bring their cars. It's, it's probably worth noting that they hadn't struggled with that, but um, they'd had a lovely time regardless. And the really nice thing is that usually if you come along and your car's not working as well as you might hope, if you've made such a big journey, um, then I suspect that the club has been welcoming enough to invite uh, the couple who come from Australia to take part by sitting in other people's cars um, as passengers and navigators. After we'd packed up everything, uh, there was nothing more to do and kind of make the journey home. We'd had a really wonderful day and um, wonderful weekend and it was really nice that uh, we'd been kind of so involved, so included and it was so nice to be back at um, an event with the Singer Owners Club after so long. Obviously we had uh, the trip to Grimstock Hall last year with our kind of local branch um, which Peggy again infiltrated um, but it was it was nice to kind of be able to meet up with some of the people that we knew from around the country and you could tell that everyone was really enjoying it. I hope you've enjoyed uh, hearing about my experience from the Singer National Weekend. Um, if you've enjoyed listening, make sure that you're following our, or subscribed depending on which platform you're listening to this on um, because we've got two interviews uh, that I'm going to put into a podcast together. I'm trying something a little bit different um, where I have people come and sit in the car at events and talk to me about their cars and uh, their experience of the event that weekend. Um, so hopefully you'll enjoy that um, when that one goes up and let me know if you enjoy that as well. But for the time being, thanks again for listening. Drive safely and happy motoring.